0: Hi there, welcome to another Nick Hawkes podcast. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I get some questions sometimes about what archaeological evidence exists that would indicate that the events of the New Testament were actually historically true. So let's talk about that a bit, the archaeological evidence of the New Testament gospel accounts. Let me tell you about one archaeological find, uh, one of many that cements the gospel accounts of Jesus Christ firmly in history. In 1941, uh, a Hebrew university professor was excavating the tombs of the Kidron Valley that runs along the eastern edge of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. and He discovered a tomb that had been blocked by a large closing stone. When he entered the tomb, he found 11 ossary boxes containing bones. Now, the professor documented his findings and the artifacts were stored away. Now, for some reason, the findings of the professor were not made public until 1962. When they were, it caused a sensation. Now, on the side of one ossary box was inscribed Simon. Ale, the name Simon, and the first three letters of Alexander. And realising he didn't have enough room to carve Alexander, the engraver started again on the second line and carved Alexander. And then on the third line, he he inscribed Son of Simon. The lid of the box was inscribed of Alexander in Greek, and below it, the Hebrew word slightly misspelt (laughs) for Cyrenian. Now, archaeologists conclude that it is highly probable that these bones were those of the son of the man forced to carry the crossbeam of Jesus' cross. The Apostle Mark writes, A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and the Romans forced him to carry the cross. Wow! Doesn't that blow your mind? (laughs) Well, here's another story. Liberal theologians who cast doubt on some of the biblical historicity have claimed that the Gospel of John contains fictitious accounts written to embellish The Jesus story. And they used to cite the account of Jesus healing the lame man at the pool of Bethesda as one such example. You can read about that in John chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. Problem was, you see, there was no archaeological evidence for such a pool uh, with five porticos existing. And then, yes, you've guessed it, in 1964. Archaeologists working in the grounds of St Anne's Church, just north of the Temple Mount, confirmed the existence of an extensive pool complex that comprised the pools of Bethesda. Uh, John's Gospel describes the pool uh, in some detail. He speaks of the existence of five covered porticos, and these have all been found. One of the reasons the excavations took so long uh, was that so many buildings had been built over the top of the pools during the ages, including a pagan temple and a large Byzantine church. The excavations actually showed the existence of two main pools separated by a big dam wall. The depth of the pools is, is quite surprising. And it is thought that uh, these pools were used to water animals being taken through the Sheep Gate to the temple to be sacrificed. So there we have it. (laughs) Just when some thought it safe to dismiss the gospel accounts as historic fiction, they turn out to be true. Uh, Christianity has had a, a long history of being attacked by atheists, and you may even have done it yourself. But it's extraordinary, isn't it, that despite the confident predictions of Christianity's demise by Roman emperors and atheist philosophers, Christianity is still around. <laughs> so maybe, just maybe, it is not quite so fictional as you thought. And here's something else to make you think. Historians once attacked the historical credibility of Jesus being buried in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea because they said that no person defiled by crucifixion would ever be allowed to be put into a family tomb. Then, in 1968, building contractors working in the northeastern section of Jerusalem uncovered a family grave, and inside was an ossuary a stone box containing the bones of someone who had died. The ossory had a Hebrew inscription on it, saying that the bones were those of Jehoanan, the son of Hagkol. Uh, Jehoanan had been crucified sometime in the first century, and his lower leg had been fractured, just like those of the two rebels crucified either side of Jesus. The end of the nail that had pierced Jehoanan's heel had bent, making it difficult to withdraw, so they'd simply left it embedded in the bones that were inside the box. So, it seemed that crucified people were allowed to be placed into a family grave after all. Archaeological evidence shows that the gospel accounts of Jesus' life have historical integrity. I therefore invite you to check them out and discover the plans God has for you, plans made possible by Jesus coming to us 2,000 years ago. I'm Nick Hawks.